Welcome to the Sages Among Us. What makes a community great? Most importantly, it's the people who live and work there and are engaged in community life. The Sages Among Us focuses on those people, what they do and why they do it, and celebrates the leadership, time, and energy they bring to making a positive difference for all of us. Hi, I'm Lori Burkhart Frank, and I'm very pleased to introduce you to my guest tonight, Melissa Collins, Relationship Manager at River Valley Community Bank. Melissa's a Rotarian, past president of the Grass Valley South Rotary Club and the Fortuna Rotary Club, active in the ambassador program through the Greater Grass Valley Chamber, volunteers with the Grass Valley Downtown Association, the Economic Resource Center, Nevada County Contractors Association, Hospital Foundation, Nevada County Fair, Ag Mechanic and Junior Livestock Auction, and more. Melissa, welcome to Sages Among Us. Thank you. Well, we're really glad to have you, and we really are looking forward to getting to know more about you, Melissa. So could you tell us, where did you start? start your life? Where did you grow up? Sure. So I was born in Idaho and um, in elementary school, we moved to Northern Nevada and then um, spent the majority of my young adult life in the Reno area. And when you were a kid, what kind of activities were you involved in? When I was a kid, I, um, I played in band. And so I played the flute and the piano and I was in dance. Um, I also played sports. So I played a little bit of everything, basketball, softball, and I was a cross country runner. Wow. So you were very active as a kid. You started off that way. Yes. <laughs> and what were some of the early passions that you had as a kid? Gosh, early passions was um, helping other people. You know, I started really young wanting to really help and volunteer and get involved in things. I think by being part of teams and sports, that really was kind of drilled into me as a kid. Did you come from a family that did a lot of volunteer types of activities? Not really. So, uh, you know, my mom would volunteer with, with the teams that we um, were part of. But other than that, not really. So it's just part of who you are. Just somehow. <laughs> And um, did you know what you wanted to do when you were a kid? I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that you've had a, a variety of jobs. So what were some of the early jobs that you had? So the first job I had, I um, cleaned shelves one hour a week at the salon where my mom had her hair done. So that was my very first job. And then um, my first real job was at Albertsons. I started as a courtesy clerk and worked in a bunch of different um, areas in, within the store and then worked my way up to be the assistant front end manager. And um, I loved doing that. And that was in Nevada? It was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so what were some of the lessons that you had from your early jobs? I would say um, leadership was very, very important. And from the people that I worked with, you know, that was really shown and, and proven to me as, in my younger jobs. Yeah. And I would imagine just from what you said that you probably stood out among your, your peers and you probably had a lot of folks that, that wanted to help you along the way. Absolutely. I, I was definitely a hard worker and I had a lot of encouragement along the way. Did you have any special mentors I did. Um, one that comes to mind was um, I worked with a gal at U.S. Bank, and she had promoted me to be her assistant manager. And she was magical. When you watched her work and engage with other people, it was so natural to her. And she was just a lead by example kind of person. And I always and I still aspire to be her. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then what about like as a kid, did you have some some uh, folks that were your role models or um, that helped you along? 
Absolutely. Um, kind of the same in sports. You know, I had coaches and then in the early jobs, I had really good managers and leaders. And, and I would say my dad is still a role model for me. And do your, your folks still live in uh, Nevada? My dad lives in Las Vegas now, and my mom actually passed a couple years ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So the, so the family is in, in, or your dad's in Nevada, and you're here. Um, and so what brought you to Nevada County? So my husband, I met him in Reno, and um, we bought a house in Reno, and then he ended up taking a job promotion over on the coast, and so we moved over um, to Fortuna on the coast and lived there for about 10 years, and, you know, it was just kind of time to come home, and so a few years ago, we said, do we want to move back to Reno, or do we want to come to Nevada County and really weigh our options, and ended up coming back, coming to Nevada County, and haven't regretted it since. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that, but I am interested in the fact that you were in Fortuna. Was that kind of a culture change, you know, being, uh, you know, further away, and, and Fortuna's closer to the coast, right? Fortuna's pretty much on the coast. Yeah, so a little different uh, temper- temperature and weather. Uh, how did you enjoy being that in a different, such a different environment? It's interesting because I tell people that I still can't believe we lived there for 10 years. It just went by so fast. But I will say living and working in Humboldt County in um, Fortuna is where I really learned sense of community. So that was really important to me. So that was a contrast to, to someplace like Reno, which was a big, bigger city. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad you're here in Nevada County because uh, certainly community is uh, something that we value very very high here. Absolutely. Um, so I know that, that you've had these variety of different jobs and um, that you ended up in the banking field. So can you tell us a little bit about your your path sure. into banking? So after I left um, Albertsons, I had decided I wanted a job with regular hours. And so I thought I would try banking. And so I worked for a really small community bank in Reno for a few years. And I worked my way up and ended up going to their mortgage department and working um, there. And then I left and thought that I wanted to be a mortgage loan producer, which I did not. I found out very quickly that was not for me. And I went back into banking where I started working with U.S. Bank and um, worked there for quite a few years when my husband took his um, promotion over to the coast, I transferred with U.S. Bank, but I ended up taking a little bit of a demotions just so I could get over there. And um, a really great opportunity with another um, bank opened up, and so I was able to spend quite a few years there and get some really great training. Um, And I always kind of knew I would go back to U.S. Bank. That was just kind of my my home and where my heart was. They had a really great community banking division at the time. Um, And so I ended up going back to U.S. Bank and running a branch there and then working for their commercial team, mostly in their cash management and treasury management solutions um, department. And then I um, split off from there and, and really didn't think we were going to relocate or move and worked for a small credit union over there. And I think I was there about three months. And my, my husband said, I have a great opportunity to move back to Nevada County and get my dream job. And what do you think? And I said, well, you have to take it and we'll figure it out. And so I was really, really honest with the credit union and just told them they actually let me hire my replacement and train them before I left. And when I came here, I didn't really know what I was going to do. There really wasn't anything open or available. And so I jumped, which I've never not had a job in my entire life. And 
Um, I think I was here for a week and the job that I've had for the last three years um, until being recently promoted opened up. And everybody kept saying, what is meant to be will happen, and it did. Well, that's that is great uh, sense of, of trust that you had, and I could get that sense that you have been a worker since you were a little kid. Obviously, uh, going to the um, beauty salon where your mom went, uh, they, saw, they saw potential in you. Come back and, and help us work. Uh, so have you ever won any special awards from any of your jobs that you've had? I have. So um, with the first community bank that I worked with in Reno, I won a really special customer service award. Um, I was a teller there and I was very young and didn't have you know a lot of experience or really even know what I was doing. And so I was very, very honored to win that. Um, it was an annual award. So they ended up sending us to Arizona to go on a special trip. Um, and they sent us to a live hockey game, which was really exciting, although I was by myself. <laughs> oh, really? There wasn't anybody else from the company? that went along they just there were um, other people but not from oh. Reno oh okay so you you met up with other folks from other communities that had mm-hmm. won okay so that was interesting and, and how young were you when that happened I gosh I think I was probably 20 oh yeah maybe. that's a pretty big deal I was I was pretty young so that was really fun and, and a really memorable experience and um, so then I also with US Bank I um, was an annual pinnacle achiever and um, so that was you had to be you know top-notch in your audit and you had to be a revenue producing branch and all of the things that go with that and um, I won a trip to Naples Florida through them and that was really exciting so my husband and I went for three days where they pampered us for three days, and it was just a wonderful experience. Well, that must have been fun to, to have somebody to travel with. It was. <laughs> <laughs> well, those, those sound like great ways to uh, acknowledge your hard work. Um, I, I know that uh, you are officially a relationship manager. I am. Um, and could you tell us what does a relationship manager do? It, this is going to sound kind of silly, but it truly manages relationships. And what I mean by that is it's managing customer relationships, it's managing employee relationships, it's managing department relationships, vendor relationships. So it's kind of just a little bit of everything. You end up being a conduit and um, for your customers and the other employees in your team. And it really truly is about managing relationships. Um, a, a component of my job is... Um, you know, lending and and producing and things like that, but it truly is managing relationships. And so this is something you've done in addition to being a branch manager and assistant uh, vice president. Right. Uh, So all of these things kind of wrap up together. They do. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And so we um, promoted the gal that was my assistant manager to be the branch manager now there. And so, and now I'm the relationship manager. So I get to be out and about a lot more in the community and and yeah, I definitely want to be talking about that in a few minutes and how you're out and about. But I also want to know a little bit more about the difference between a community bank and a corporate bank. Sure. So like when the U.S. Uh, bank and, you know, a community bank like River Valley. Absolutely. So the main differences are we're, as a community bank, we're really focused on community. Um, and by that, you know, we hold community funds, we lend community funds, and we have a really big responsibility to the community in doing that. Um, and then we're, as a bank, we do a lot of sponsorships in the community, and they really encourage and empower us to be part of the community. So does that mean, uh, Melissa, that for a business in town, or even maybe an individual, um, that 
it might be easier to work with the local bank to accomplish what they they want to accomplish uh, in terms of building their businesses? I think it is easier. Um, you know, I think it's the person that you're working with makes a big difference, but I do think that it is easier. And I think that we can be a little bit more flexible in things being a community bank. Well, I know during COVID um, that some of the PPP loans, and you're going to have to, to tell us what that stands for, um, that you were involved in that. So you, can you tell us a little bit about how that came through the bank and how that helped the community? Sure. Um, we were definitely very focused on PPP or payment protection program. And what that did was that allowed um, the local business owners um, money so that they could keep their employees employed. And um, the bank did a tremendous job in processing all of those. Um, there was not a single application that our bank did not get approved or forgiven. Wow, that's impressive. Now, how did people know to go to the bank? Um, well, we ended up being a pretty, a pretty busy place for it because primarily big banks weren't really answering the phone. And so, you know, they would reach out, they would apply through their bank, and then they would get email notifications back saying, you know, it's in the process, but they could never pick up the phone and talk to somebody. And that was something that we really prided ourselves in during that to be able to pick up the phone and actually talk to everybody. And then how did you do that when people weren't, weren't allowed to be coming into the bank? Was that Were people working from their home to do that? We did have people working from home. Um, and then we also had people in the office. We never completely closed our doors ever or to, told people that they couldn't come in. We encouraged folks to use, um, you know, other services, Night Drop or ATM, if they absolutely didn't want to come in. But we never closed our doors completely to the public. So that definitely seems like uh, an opportunity for a community bank to to make it easier for people to to connect with programs that were available. Absolutely. And there were some of our customers that came in and we, you know, sat down with them and, you know, they filled out a paper application. There were some of them and we helped them through the process. Well, that again, that that sense of community, and we're going to be talking about that more. Uh, you're listening to the Sages Among Us on KVMR. I'm Lori Burkhart Frank, and I'm talking to Melissa Collins, Relationship Manager for the River Valley Community Bank. So, I do want to talk about some of the organizations you're involved with, and, and we've got a long list here. But let's just start with uh, the Ambassador Program for the Chamber. Um, I know you were in. You won an award for that in Fortuna uh, when you were living up there, but you're also very involved in that here in the Greater Grass Valley Chamber. So can you tell us about that? I am. I love the chamber. So um, a, a mentor of mine that I worked with when I was over in Fortuna really encouraged me to join the ambassador program over there. And it was just an amazing group of people. And so when I came here, that was something that was really important to me also. And the ambassadors schedule things like ribbon cuttings and um, mixers. They work the mixers. We work the um, Cornish Christmas, different things like that. And so we were volunteers essentially um and we just kind of get together and make things happen and so and help connect businesses to businesses and absolutely yeah yeah so that is that is something that i know you're involved in and, and then um i was interested to see that you're involved with the nevada county contractors association so how is your what is your involvement with them what kind of things do you do with the con 
with the NCCA. Okay. So the bank's a, a big sponsor of the NCCA. And then also um, I helped them like this past week, they had their Christmas party. And so we were the champagne sponsors and we were there pouring champagne. Um, I also was out helping volunteer for their trap shoot um, this fall and um, just try to help as much as we can. We volunteer at their, um, they usually do like a tri-tip dinner feed. And so last year, one of our, one of my coworkers went out and she's handed out food for that. So it's, it's a great way to connect with them. Yeah, and so the Contractors Association is just an association for all of our local contractors and, and uh, again, way to, for the contractors to connect, but also for just us as general public to have a place to go. And and I know they've, I think they publish a, a few uh, magazines a year or something. They do. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's a, another way that you're involved in the community. And then I noticed that you are involved in the Hospital Foundation for Dignity Health or Nevada, Sierra, Sierra Nevada Memorial Hospital. So um, can you tell us about that? I do do a little bit with them as well. Um, the bank, again, is a big sponsor of them, and I'm a really big advocate for getting them some additional funding and dollars. One thing that we picked up this year was the... Um, the comfort cuisine program, which really spoke to my heart. And so I really, you know, advocated so that we could allocate some dollars there. And then we help out at the um, golf tournament as a really big fundraiser. And um, one of the challenges in moving here right before COVID was that, you know, I got here and I was all excited and ready to do volunteering and then everything shut down. So I feel like I haven't had that much exposure to the hospital foundation, but I'm excited to, to be more involved. Well, and it's so interesting because... I've known you this year uh, through Nevada County Leadership Institute, but it seems like everybody knows you. And it seems to me like you've been here for years and years. And it's interesting to hear you say that you've only been here like when COVID started. So you you do an excellent job of getting out there, Melissa, even when it was really hard to find pathways where you could connect with people. Thank you. I'm really, really thankful for the Rotary Connection, to be honest. They did a really good job of keeping me involved and engaged through COVID. And I feel like they just, they are amazing people. Well, they did such a good job of keeping you involved that you became president. I did. <laughs> so what was that like being president? And that's the South Valley or South Grass Valley uh, Rotary. Yes. Um, so actually was kind of my second term of being president for Rotary. I, um, the year I left and moved over here, I was the president for Fortuna Rotary Club. And I always kind of had guilt and wanted to do it again for Rotary because I had to cut mine short. And so um, I was given the opportunity to do it again. And it was amazing. You know, it was coming right out of COVID and trying to make those decisions. Do you go back in person? Are you hybrid? And so it was an interesting journey. And I had a co-president, which made it really, really nice. And she was just amazing to work with. Yeah. So tell us a little bit um, about Rotary uh, in terms of it is an international organization. Uh, so as you said, you were president in Fortuna, then you uh, came here. But what kind of preparation do they give um, you at, to be a president? They give a lot. They send you to, and I am terrible at acronyms and explaining exactly what they are, but they send you to a pro program called PETS, and um, it's called Far West PETS if you're in the West Coast or West Division, and they send you to San Jose for a weekend, and they give you all kinds of leadership and development training, and they really get you set up, and you really think about the year and what you want to accomplish, and it's funny because several times um, they say, write all this stuff down, and you're probably going to get 10% of it done, and it's so true. <laughs> 
That's definitely what I experienced both times. Yes, yeah, so they have international component and then the local component. Uh, so what kind of local projects did your club focus on? So our club's major local pro- um, project that we focus on is at Alta Sierra School. We've really promoted their garden. Um, and so last year we bought and have been installing a greenhouse and then um, helping them out with their garden beds. We did some picnic tables. Um, and this year we're hoping to do like a shade structure for them so that they can have some shade because we did a social there and we were cooked. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you could see right away what the value would be for some shade. Yeah, and that's great when the, the schools can get connected to their food source. Yes, absolutely. And then we do, um, when we haven't started it since COVID, started it back up, but the weekly reading program there too, our members go out and read to the students. And so we're hoping to get that going again. Oh, so tell me more about that. What what grade level do you focus on? You know, I, I haven't done it because they shut it down with COVID. Um, a couple of our members were really involved with it before then. And so I believe it's the the little guys. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, I've, I haven't heard of that through Rotary. That That's wonderful. And we were just talking about food. I just wanted to go back briefly to that comfort cuisine mm-hmm. program at the hospital, because I have heard about that and it's really wonderful, but a lot of people listening might not know what that is. And I know you said that's close to your heart. So could you explain that a little bit? Absolutely. So what it is, is it's a program for um, patients that are going through cancer treatment and it provides them meals and you know they ask for a donation if possible but it's not required and um, just helps the families and the patients as they go through that. So are the meals um, made in the, the area or how they are and I apologize I don't know exactly where but they're but they're homemade they are so, homemade yeah and it's enough for not just the the patient themselves but for their families yes yeah that's really so special to to just make life a little easier for folks when they're going through a tough time. Absolutely. So, and that's great to hear that that uh, that the bank is, you know, supporting that, and that you personally are involved in that. Um, so, I'm not through with your list yet of things that you're involved in. So, the other thing that that I see that you're involved in um, is the Nevada County Fair Egg Mechanic and Junior Livestock Auction. So do you have an uh, ag background? So I, I really don't. We did have a horse growing up, but we really didn't do much with her other than she was just kind of a pet. Um, when I was over in Humboldt County, I was really, really involved in the junior livestock au- auction and program and the fair over there. And again, through the same mentor who really encouraged me to get involved and be involved in different things. Um, it was amazing to see those kids raise animals, you know, and take them from when they were little animals all the way through sale and how they reinvested the money and really treated it like a business. And it it just, I just loved that program. It's incredible. And the bank is again, another really big sponsor of the Nevada County Fair. And um, so that makes it nice as well. Yeah. And I, I have not been part of that process, but I know how popular it is here. So uh, do you go out on, on, is it the Sunday? to to be we do so we usually work the um where they make their payments so we're usually there for a good portion of the day and we take all the money that comes in (laughs) that's so so great that that, again to see the community come together and support these really valuable programs in our our community but as we're talking about your career in banking and your job as relationship manager, and then all these other areas you get involved in. I mean, how do you ever have time to do anything else? (laughs) (laughs) 
I definitely make time to do other things. Um, you know, my husband and I really love to ski in the winter. And so that's usually what we do on the weekends. And then in the summer, we live down in Lake Wildwood. And so we have a boat down there and we spend a lot of time on the lake. Yeah, so have you been out skiing since we've had all these the snow? I haven't yet. I'm hoping to go on Saturday. If not this weekend, then definitely next weekend. Oh, well, that, that sounds great. Well, when you do volunteer, uh, what, what kind of organizations or what are you looking for to get out of volunteering? Uh, helping others, really. You know, uh, with Rotary, local and globally, um, something that's on my bucket list that I'd love to do one day is a rotoplast mission. Okay, you're going to have to explain that to me because I've never heard of that and I'm sure some people haven't heard of it. It's a really amazing opportunity um, that Rotary provides and it's where a team of doctors and volunteers go out to um, other countries and help things like repair um, cleft lip palette yeah and things like that and so I have a friend who's actually done a couple of them and I would love to participate in something like that so do you have a country that you're thinking about or a particular uh, health issue that that you want to be part of or you're just when the time and comes you know this is appropriate I think when the time and the right opportunity comes yeah that that's that is wonderful and I do know Rotary does a lot of fantastic programs along around the world and and then you have clubs that uh, you know like sister clubs in different parts of the country is that or in the world is that right yes and have you gone to any of their um, international events I have not made it to an international event um, another bucket list item <laughs> yeah so uh, in terms of when you look back at your path, your work path, um, what do you think are the, the themes that um, that really come out of that? Because you, definitely I, what I hear is this hard work, uh, focused and, and contributing, but, but what, maybe what do you enjoy about the different jobs that you've had? Learning. I really, really like to learn and I'm always eager to learn more, I would say. And it does seem like you are in that right position as the relationship uh, manager because it does seem like people are critical to uh, what you do. They can be, but I feel like I have an amazing team around me and I have the resources and everything that I need to be successful. And all I have to remember is I can't know everything and I have to be honest if there's something that I have questions about or I need to reach out and ask for further direction. And I think that's just what I have to remember. So we just have a a few minutes left here. So since it feels like you've been in Nevada County for forever, because you definitely are well connected, but what do you think, um, what would you say makes this a, a special community for you? I would say the community, the people here is what makes it special for me. And I know that you obviously did the same thing in Fortuna because you had special people around you. So um, it seems like you you create that wherever you go, Melissa. Thank you. (laughs) And um, is there something that you want people to remember or think about uh, during this season or during this coming year where they can get involved? Where do you see opportunities for people to invest their time and energy? 
I think wherever people are passionate, I think that's really important. You know, one of the in in my first one of my first jobs in banking, they said, go be part of something, volunteer for something. They didn't really give direction or care what it was. And I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about what that would be. And so the first organization that I chose wasn't really for me and because I wasn't passionate about it. And so I had to really rethink what I was doing and where I was spending my time. And so I would say, find your passion. So can you give us an example what what you did and, and, and then now what you look for? Absolutely. So I was in a different service organization um, that really didn't speak to me. And so I kind of shopped around. I looked at Seraptimus, I looked at Rotary, I looked at other things, and Rotary really was where my heart is. And that is a community um, service club. It is. Yeah, so again, a lot of people know what Rotary is, and, and they know about these other clubs, but it is, the focus of the club is to get together and provide service for a community. Yep, our motto is service above self. Yeah, so, and you do seem like a Rotarian through and through. Uh, so when did you actually join Rotary? What year? Gosh, I think it was... 2016 or 15. Wow. And it's a short period of time. You've been president twice. I have. <laughs> That's impressive because that is a big job. It is a big job. There's a lot to do, but it's yeah. also a very rewarding job. Well, that, that's wonderful. And so again, uh, any last messages for, um, for people, uh, things that, that in terms of, uh, thinking of, of, ways that they can utilize the services, any of these services, the volunteer uh, services that you're involved in or community services through the bank. Is there anything that you uh, want to, to say before we wrap up here? I would definitely just say, if you're curious, please ask. Um, you know, there are so many amazing organizations out there. Volunteer your time. And I would end by saying support local. So thank you very much, Melissa. And you've been listening uh, to Sages Among Us. I'm Lori Burkhart Frank, and uh, we've been talking to Melissa Collins, Relationship Manager with River Valley Community Bank, Rotarian, past president of Grass Valley Rotary, and so much more.